Okay, with the filmmaking team of Glory uh, and Injustice, it's a, it's a family affair uh, with the, the writer, uh, Melissa Martinez Arefi, and she's also the producer, and with the, the actor and uh, writer, uh, Bella Zoe Martinez. Uh, I guess it, this is a father-daughter love story with a superhero analogy. That's how I would describe it. Is that, would you guys agree with that? Superhero comedy, actually, or supervillain comedy in this case. It's a dysfunctional family, yeah. <laughs> but, there's, but there's love. There's the, the, the reason there's heart in your film. Family. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think why it works so well is that you can tell that the, the, the father and daughter really love each other. Yes. Yeah. And he's, she's not going to let him feel sorry for himself. Hell no. Yeah, he's kind of like living in self-pity a little bit, I guess, right? Yeah. And he's going to fight. He just doesn't know it yet. Yeah. He will. All right, so tell me about, this is like I said, this is a family affair. Uh, the, the father's also involved, the siblings are also involved. So tell me about the seed of this idea. There's three writers who are credited. I guess you guys are all, are all um, part of the family. So how did this, who came up with this idea and how did it get, how did it blow up into a film? You came up with the idea. Well, because I, villains get the better lines. They get the best clothes. They get to be sarcastic because it, First, she wanted to play a character that was not autistic. So we kind of roped in Sean Crouch, and he's the writer on like Lore and The Exorcist and uh, The 100. You know, Exorcist, and that movie that freaks you out. But no, no, it doesn't. Oh. So he's got some game. He's got some some credits to his to his. Yeah. yeah. And um, so basically, I've got we brought John Belushi on, and um, so. Bella wanted to develop something that was in a world that was a little bit off, but in a way that uh, it would be funny and capable of bringing light to something that would normally be a pretty serious subject. That and she liked Deadpool a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of Deadpool kind of vibe and influence in this film, I guess. Yeah, right? once upon uh, Deadpool, the grandparents. Yeah. Oh, that, was awkward. that was so awkward. They didn't laugh. We started laughing at ourselves. I'm like, awkward all silence it is. <laughs> so tell me, okay, so you, someone came out with the idea, then when is the Sean Crouch, like how did he help out? He just kind of helped like refine? Um, he wrote with us for the, the first few drafts and then, you know, he went and had to go run the show. Sure. So uh, we kind of took over from there, but Bella developed Glory and um, it, she, you developed the characters pretty much. Yeah. And, um, with Eric, uh, he was in like White Squall, he was in Birds of Prey, and he was around at the time. So, so basically, yeah. he was help coaching her on off and on for auditions. So, she's like, So, what are you doing in the next couple months? He's like, What? I'm like, Oh, god, you volunteered. <laughs> so, I mean, technically speaking, yes. well, her sister cast him and Jeremy Sisto in her rock opera musical animated seg you know, saga, although she did make them audition and um, asked them if they could act because she's never seen anything that they've been in. Doesn't care. <laughs> Doesn't care. So Jeremy was you know, law and order for all those years. He's like, oh, I've done some community theater. She's like, okay, well, can you sing a little? <laughs> well, then you don't need to sing. You can have a speaking part. <laughs> That's the Jeremy. That's the Jeremy Sisto from uh, from from uh, uh, Six Feet Under. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, he's got a great zip line on his pole. Yeah. Great actor, by the way. Hey, that's because I want to go down the entire zip line. You can't, you can't blame me. So, okay, so you guys worked on the script, and you wanted uh, Bella. You wanted to act in the film, so you kind of were writing it, kind of like gearing that you're going to act in this, this be this character, Gloria, I guess, right? Yeah. Well, originally, like Gloria was supposed to be the daughter of like a superhero, but like it was changed to a super villain because it was a lot more interesting. And none of us could stay nice enough. Yeah. Long well, enough. It seems to be the way to, to, to make films these days, right? Kind of like the fair do well, kind of like the anti-hero, I guess, right? The point of view that nobody gets. <laughs> yeah. Because we all understand the, the, the kind of, like, yeah, that seems to be the trend these days. So yeah. you, so I have like putting, um, Having Sean Crouch like help with the script, that's a huge, that's a huge get. Like, did you work with them? I know you work in locations. I produced actually the first short film that um, he had done with Jason Newdecker. Uh, it was called in 2008 and it was called Demption. And uh, Sean wrote it kind of like a memento. It was basically a guy committing suicide by mafia boss. And um, I did not kill the director. It was the first time we met. so. We had a real love-hate relationship, and Sean produced it and wrote it. And uh, they basically roped most of the casting crew from numbers, because Sean was there at the time. And um, we all ended up staying together and working together. Jason was the production manager on this one. So we ended up going back and forth. And Sean knows Bella well, as well as her sarcasm. Yeah. Refreshing because her brother and sister don't get sarcasm at all. Well, Alex does vaudeville. Yes. And yeah. Kennedy is just Alex is Groucho Marx, and Kennedy is Sheldon Cooper. These are these are your your uh, your kids. Yeah. Your your two other children, I guess, right? I like my brother loves showing on my live streams after my chat summons him. I <laughs> okay. Very funny. Went to the anime expo. You can hardly understand him speak English, but yet he is there with every cute girl. And they all that he could ever find in adorable cosplays because cosplay. Yeah, and um, but he manages to talk to people. He taught himself Japanese from anime, so he could talk to cute Japanese teenage girls. And he spoke to two Japanese girls, like, and they understood him. We could barely understand him in English at that time because braces. <laughs> yeah, and Kennedy is Sheldon Cooper. She's got a spot on the couch in the lobby, lobby. of our building. And. Um, <laughs> okay, so the so then okay, so then the, the script is written, and then what's the next step? The next step is to what? Like the next step is Jameson was Tab as your director. Did when did he come aboard? He came aboard a few months beforehand. Yeah, because um, he was friends with uh, he is still friends with Eric, and um, started talking about it. Their friend Max Decker owns a theater over here in North Hollywood, and we went to go see him in a play. And got to talking, went to dinner, and a few hours later, still eating dinner, um, he, he, we told him about the, you know, the concept of glory and injustice, and that we'd written the first draft, and he really wanted to come aboard. Uh, he yeah. was a commercial director. He's been one for quite some time, but he wanted to get into storytelling. Gotcha. He also does, like, editing, too, right? He's also yeah. a professional editor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then he comes aboard, and then so it's really kind of one main location, I guess, right? So where did you guys, where was the location? Right here. I assume that. 
<laughs> in here, um, this this exact room actually we turned this into steampunk with black nice production and design, and by the way, like really solid production design. <laughs> Thank you. We borrowed the TV from Sony. <laughs> it was an, wasn't it an actual TV that no was? no it didn't actually work. Dang uh, it! Alex did the cartoon that's playing on the TV. Her brother. That's his, his animation. That's his art style. Kind of um, like that 1930s vibe. But we lived in, in steampunk for about three or four months because by the time we finished filming in August, it was close to Halloween and we have really good Halloween parties. So oh, best, easiest deck ever. So we left all the, the wallpaper up and I handed chalk to everybody. out to everybody. So I had grown-ups standing on my couch, you know, bracing themselves on their kids, trying to draw on the walls. <laughs> because they could. Best, best gimmick ever. <laughs> yeah. And now it's a thing. Yeah. I'm like, I, I let them draw on the walls once, and now every time they come over, everybody wants to do it. Okay, so you, so, so then was it, who was there? Your production designer was Tatiana. Uh, so Tatiana Kazakova. So they, there's a certain tone where, like, it's reality, but it's, it's sort of like heightened reality, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, so reality that's not exactly this reality, kind of like a different universe. Well, part of it was um, because with autism, you see everything in a different kind of filter. We're like, okay, so this is us seeing through her filter. So everything's close, but not quite. Gotcha. So that's a big deal. That's like showing the autistic kind of viewpoint is a, it's a big deal for this film, like this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Autism is a spectrum, but I think a lot of people just forget that it is a spectrum, especially in the school districts. Yeah. And that is just a whole other story all on its own. Oh, that's a saga. Well, she gets because of the stereotypes. You don't look autistic. Um, oh, I, but you're pretty. You're a girl. You can't get it. I had friends that have had that experience who were autistic just had those said to them a girl named sophia like had like the comp like the phrase of like you don't really look autistic yeah i've had some i've seen some kids say you don't sound autistic and i've met some autistic kids that just aren't very nice like some autistic kids Autism or not, are jerks. <laughs> oh, yeah, disability like, does not remove you from being yeah, a jerk, and people I think it does. I had this classmate who was somewhat of a spoiled brat, and he was a jerk. Yeah. And I also had, like, this kid that didn't really know how to communicate or, like, convey his thoughts, but, like, oh, my God, he drove the cr class crazy. She can't hear you. Is there, is there a category for like a uh, spectrum like like that you're at like there is some categories for autistic kids some can be mentally younger than they actually are like physiologically they can be like 12 but mentally they could be like very young six like yeah. classmate of mine it's, it's slower it's slow delayed not yeah. stopped so like for example her brother and sister emotionally are younger than bella because Bella started therapy at two and broke the mold because obviously she had been walk watching her brother and sister because they do applied behavioral analysis yeah. in the home. Well, she had, they had an audience with Bella and she learned from that example. So when they started working with her, they called her General Patton because she would rather lose the battle and win the war. 
they rewrote her programming so many times that they're like, she had just a binder because they could not figure out what kind of reward uh, to, to give her because they're like positive reinforcement. They're like, oh, do you want this doll? And she's like, yes. Okay, well then do this. No. Well, don't you want the doll? Not, not anymore. anymore. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Well, I guess it's what we see in the movies too, right? Like, is the perception of what's, of an autistic person, I guess, right? A bit more lower functioning. I've seen some classmates like that. Like, uh, your I brother was this... self-injurious for a while. Yeah. Um, like in moments of dire peril or you know, uh, climatic moments. You know, they think uh, most shows they can toss away their. They can shed the autism in order to meet up the challenge. No. And that actually is opposite. Um, it is. They would love to, you know, spring up in a crisis, but yeah, I can't. Um, it usually makes it worse. Um, uh, like you're, like uh, she had an audition uh, for NCIS. Yeah. Orleans, and they'd asked her, you know, so what did you think of the scene? She's like, well, um, my parents said, don't say what I think until I have the job. Yeah. And they're like, well, no, no, no. Just honesty. <laughs> You're just, you can't help to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you want me to tell you for real? Yeah. yeah that's, that's, yeah. that's an interesting, yeah. It's what I actually said. Yeah. She's like, well, I don't understand why the, they thought yelling at her would work. Because. Because they were being shot at. This character is my sister. Yeah. Like, she would turn into an argument about why are you yelling at me, bullets or no bullets? Such an interesting, that's such an interesting point of view. Like, so, so then. Fire escape, not bullet escape. Are you mental? So yeah. when I was, I, when I was growing up, obviously I saw Rain Man when I was yeah. like, like 11 or 12. And that was the movie that I, that introduced me into the world yeah. of autism. Right. So for a lot of people now, I guess the good doctors on television right now. Yeah. Which, they have so, him violate the autism. He would never allow himself to be touched like that or yeah. keep freak. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, I, one of the best things is with uh, Robert Downey Jr. in um, the Sherlock. Yeah. The first one where he's with one. waiting and you hear everything in the restaurant getting louder and louder and he's trying to fill the watch and everything is coming at him with equal clarity. Yeah. He'll, and he's about to freak out until Watson shows up. Gotcha. Um, one of our friends told us that I cannot filter out irrelevant data because when we interviewed him, he had to have his eyes closed. And um, he, he's like, it all comes at me with the same. He goes, we can't just tune it out. He's like, for you, it's background noise. For me, yeah. it's the dog and the stage and the lawnmower and the leaf blower over there and the traffic here. And I was like, okay, yeah, all right, I get it now. <laughs> I would probably panic a little too. But um, you also have to have a logical reason to give them. You remember, because I said so? Yeah. That doesn't work. That does not work. Yeah. You have to have a logical reason that makes sense to her, or not him. just you. Yeah. And she will outlive God trying to get the last word in. Because, yeah. It's because a great. Not take the take you know because I said so for an answer. This is a yeah, it's a really fun film. Uh, you guys did a great job. Hopefully, you'll we will work together again and collaborate again. What did you guys think about? We sent you the audience uh, to you the audience feedback video. What did you guys think of the video that we sent you? I honestly loved it. She cried a little bit, and then I cried because it was just 
breathtaking to actually see the reactions. As an artist, like, especially, like, when I'm starting like, out, like, on the internet, just posting my art, when I get feedback, I just get really happy. Because it means that people actually look and like my content. It or, was, like, the what first I... reaction that we saw. Because we hadn't really been to any in-person yeah. festivals yet. I mean, in 2019, we went with the movie The Infiltrators to Sundance. Mm. But, um, you know, not quite the same thing. wasn't our film. And uh, so this was the first time we'd ever actually seen anybody that was not family or cast and crew that had seen it. Yeah. And it was really cool. I mean, and they got it. I mean, everybody saw something different, but they... They understood it. They understood it. I mean, one of them is like, okay, I see all the Martinez is in there, and Lord and Justice makes me think of Mexican wrestling. Good, you got it. But as a wrestling fan, it, it does 100. percent so. <laughs> I'm Hispanic. I'm Hispanic. My father's see? a crazy Mexican in the middle of the woods, clearing yeah. the land. And Nana has the cleanest lungs ever. Yes. And smokes. And my mother drinks, drinks wine, wine from a box. box. Yeah. But they've been married for 60 years. So, yeah, and he's still around. Well, why don't you guys, uh, why don't you guys, you guys should keep making movies. Uh, it seems like you got a good collaboration going. And then, and oh, then... we started, we started one. We're in prep. We're in prep. Oh, um, good. It's a short called Once More Like Rain Man. Okay. And it's a day in the life based on like her auditions because hey. they think if, if she's playing an autistic character, that she's just being herself. Or, you know, or what's your super autism ability? She's like, my what? Well, yeah, do you do your physics in your head? You're, 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 and, or knocking over pencils or something. She's like, if you ask me to count those, I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but it's a funny and somewhat painful look at the difference in how you go through auditions mm -hmm. and the difference in how it's treated. But um, it actually is funny and somewhat sarcastic because may you have children like you are this one has all the sarcasm that the other two yeah yeah as you mentioned well why don't we why don't we talk again, to talk again after that that film was made and uh because i think it's this film's it's perfect it's a perfectly executed seven minute fantasy comedy and uh family affair i'd love to see it so why don't we talk then and you guys are doing some amazing things and thanks for your candor and sharing like your personal story as well because really... you got like a minute's worth of use out of something yeah all right I appreciate it. This, no pressure that's not pressure you see she's just gonna now she's gonna outlive god trying to get the last word and just to make sure all right. How about I get the last word and uh, and I'll, I'll, you guys, the guys are amazing. So uh, it was great talking to you. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six.